Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Remarkable Life Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Karen Gillen. And today we get to have a guest. We're going to play around and mess about and see where we end up. It's going to be fun. Um, Katie Kozlowski is here. And we just recently connected. And um, it just seemed like the right kind of person to talk to on the podcast. So Katie, will you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. Uh, I always tell people like, do you want like the Cliff's Notes version or do you want the like saga, you know, Lord of the Rings? It's like, you know, seven movies long. We're not going to do that. Yeah, Cliff. I'm all <laughs> about have, Cliff. We don't have time for that. So yes, my name is Katie Kozlowski. Um, I am an energy master, master. I, I leave master out, master energy and embodiment coach. And um, the most exciting thing I have going on right now is I've created this transformational system called Shakti Bomb. Um, it's really cool. It works with um, mind, body, and soul, kind of like fusing it all into one seamless process, creating transformation, um, updating your nervous system, cellular healing, all that, all that amazing stuff, somatics. Um, and that's what I'm the most excited about these days because it's something I've been working on for 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And, um, the more I teach it and we'll just say like, you know, the more I teach it and the more I, I, I really give myself the chance to share it in the world and, and really teach it. Like I used to like quietly do it. I'm so excited and blown away by the transformations people are having because their lives are changing. And it's just like, it's so cool to see it in real time, like watching the light bulbs go off and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's what I do, right? It's the, I, I created the method and I work with people privately. I run groups and um, now I'm, I teach, like I, I teach this system. Cool. So I'm glad you told us it's been 15 years. You've been refining your skills. When did you decide that the Shakti bomb had to be born? Like, how did you know that was coming? So it, it, it goes back like way back. Um, so the, my claim to fame is when I was 29 years old, we'll, we'll just tuck this in neatly and, and roll on. I got hit by a taxi. I was 29. I was in New York. Um, I was, um, having a tough time feeling really bad about myself. And that was like my, um, very special, very special awakening. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I chose to awaken in a very, very dramatic way. I got hit by a car. Yeah. Um, I wasn't hurt though. Um, actually like turned into wonder, like literally wonder woman rolled on the hood of the car, did a barrel roll in the street, popped up and kept walking. Like <laughs> it was kind of phenomenal, but also I don't recommend it. So like, yeah, 
no, please don't. I was like, don't try this. Don't try this at home. But anyway, long story short, that set me on the path and it led me to um, the person who became my mentor. And he um, was a very cool man. He was a psychotherapist. He had like eight black belts um, and he did a lot of energy medicine, energy healing, this incredible system. And my sort of introduction to him was, I went to, he did an NLP certification in New York City and it was NLP plus, um, like he called it NLP and beyond. And so it was like NLP plus all this like incredible energy, quantum time travel, magic stuff um, that he did so well. And it was really weird because I went to that training and it was like, I understood everything instantly. And um, mm. I really under, like, I understood the mechanics and he, we learned basics there, you know, like peripheral vision and parts integration, stuff that's very basic for NLP. But because I am who I am, I was already like, oh my gosh. So like, if you could do this, then like, what if you took it out on the street and you expanded your energy field and like, what would happen to the cat callers? And so <laughs> I was literally, I mean, I was really at the time I was 32, I was doing two things at once. So I was doing that NLP certification. I was also doing this like hardcore um, kettlebell fitness training at the same time. So I was like, physically working my butt off, getting after my fitness and nutrition and mindset and doing this NLP. And that was the beginning of it. But I was only, I mean, I was 32 years old then. Um, so 29, I sort of the introduction to it. And then um, when I was, when I had that experience at the training, I started to really understand it. But I mean, it took me until like, mm, like 37, 38, where I really mm-hmm. decided like, you know what, this is my method because I went through the whole thing. Like my teacher was, you know, like a guru and it was all very dramatic. And like, you know, the people in the community were like, you can't think for yourself and don't, you can't make that, you know, you can't make your own system. And right. so I went through a lot of struggle kind of coming into my own power and being like, no, I'm, this is, I'm the one who put this together. Like I did this on my own. This is mine. No one, you know, I, this, this is fine. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of how it all happened was I first learned it and I was so excited by it. And then slowly over time, I was doing it kind of like quietly and working with people and stuff. And then I gave it a name and, you know, then I, then I started sharing it more fully. Fun. Okay. I love hearing it because so often we come out of any kind of training and think we should have mastery, <laughs> but mastery comes with so much work over so much time, combining so many different tools, including oh, yeah. your own, your own special, whatever it is you bring to the table. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess I want to talk about like, what I noticed about the two of us is kind of what you brought here is like, we both like to ask these really great, very simple questions and bring people to their own understanding of themselves. And we've both been doing this for 15 years. And yeah, which is funny. So we both have these methods and we both ask very simple questions and we both went through this big, long process of becoming who we are today. What do you think is is next now that you've gotten everything so simplified? Well, I mean, I think that's... So here's the funny thing. I... When I first, 
when I first got hit by the taxi. I mean, but literally like at that time in my life, I was going to write this book. Okay. And I was going to write this book at the time and it was called Miracles for a Sick Bitch. And it was like, it was very like sex in the city meets, you know, Gabby Bernstein. It was like very, mm-hmm. very cutie and cute. And I went to write the book and then everybody was like, you can't write that book. Like, you know, you don't know anything. Like you need to get mm-hmm. a degree and you need to. Da, 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 da. So I didn't write the book and I did all this stuff. Right. And I chased my tail and I like got all the certifications. I tried to, this is the, this is what I would say. Like the joke that's so funny is I spent all kinds of money, right? I spent like, I don't even know how much at this point, coaches, coaching programs, this, that, the other. Can you help me figure out like what's wrong with me so that I can be successful? Mm. And I always laugh. I say like the joke's on me because, uh, you know, 15 years later, and honestly, like I'm almost 44, like 44 years later, I'm still, I'm the same person I was when I was two years old. Mm -hmm. And there was, I was rad. I was yeah. a great kid. I was happy. I was bubbly. I was me. I was like, there's pictures of me I'm like exactly the same. And it's funny because I say like, I went all this, I came like went on the whole big mm-hmm. journey. It came back to myself and I'm like, wow, you know, it's hilarious. I never actually changed. Like I'm still me and I'm so glad. So I have a book that I've been working on. Um, and very much this concept of like, hey, guess what? It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to think you're fabulous. Um, and if you really focus on the things that are simple, right? Like the things that we have, we're very much aligned, like your strengths and your values. What do you love? What lights you up? What has brought you here? Like all of those pieces. I just find that that's so, that it helps people grow. Like it yeah. literally takes somebody who's been struggling and they're like, oh, you mean I don't have to work so hard? And I'm like, no, you like don't have to work that hard at all. You can go be happy and have an amazing life. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. So, so you I grant permission like, slips. Yeah. I mean, just, but that realization of like, oh, like I don't have to invest all my time and my money into this stuff that, oh, that to me feels um like torturous. You know, like a lot of my personal development journey felt really painful because I felt like I just kept like, I was just like working myself over and working like, like Play-Doh, you know, it's like, will you just make, make the man already? Like, just make something (laughs) with the Play-Doh. Stop like, you know, what are you doing to yourself? And so I really feel like um, so much of what I do, the way I've decided to work with people, um, meaning like what I've seen is the, the most advantageous is um, doing, doing work that really teaches people how to come back to themselves. And if there is something they need to eclipse, if there's something they need to make peace with, then let me help you do that. And then let me teach you how to soar. Like, let me teach you how to grow, how to expand, how to have the most amazing life. So, um, I went from someone who was very heavily, um, enmeshed in, in the trauma world, because that's where I came from. And I had mm-hmm. a lot of trauma, um, to someone who started to see, you know what, I think there's a way to do this where we can spend like 25% of the time on resolution, trauma, healing, um, getting to the roots of what's going on. Like there actually is a way to do it where you can expedite the process. And if you have the right direction, focus and ask the right questions, you can literally drill down to the root of what it is, resolve it. And then the rest of the time is about 
why you're fabulous, how to, you know, how to tap into your energy field, how to manifest, how to grow, how to have a relationship. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's really sort of where I'm going now because that's where I am. You know, that's yeah. where I got, I'm like, well, who wants to s- struggle anymore? I don't want to do that to myself. That stinks. Right. So it's like, truly you've let yourself arrive and now you get to do what's enjoyable. I have. Welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's good <laughs> to be here. I I always tell, I teach these classes and I, sometimes I tell um, this amazing story of a friend who was a clown and um, his name was Manolo. And Manolo would do these things where he would be like, it's good to be me. It's good to see me. No. And he was, it was always so funny. And I always teach people like, you know what? It's good to see me, right? It's good to see you. It's good to be you. Mm-hmm. It's good to be me. And it, yeah. I have arrived at that space because I wasted a lot of time trying to not be in that space. And it was so silly because I really didn't have to be in that space in the first place. Right. So what do like, I talked with clients about this, even just yesterday, like when we're people who are interested in the process of seeking and learning and becoming, but also we're okay with being like, how do you talk about that with your clients? Like, it's okay to be who you are and choose to work on the other 80% of things that aren't the trauma healing or go after certain things. Like what's your take yeah. on that? Well, I, so part of the, this method, the Shakti bomb method, um, is um really using your creative energy right like so working with shakti which is creative life force energy um uh, feminine power so it's creativity mm-hmm. and to me it's creativity it's ingenuity it's um innovation it's feminine in nature but it's actually like i think it's like that smart edgy feminine that's always um sort of living on the edge it's very lady gaga Right. It's like very, okay. it's very mm-hmm. like Beyonce, Lady Gaga. Um, and so what I what I what ends up happening, like I don't I don't even have the conversation with people. It's just kind of funny what happens when you start to sort of um change the neural pathways. And that happens naturally when you shift what you're thinking about and what you're focusing on and you use a creative edge to it, and it's very curious. It's really interesting because most people that I work with don't even try to evolve and grow. They just incredibly transform. It's like they go from caterpillar to butterfly and they're not even trying to do it. It's just all of a sudden they wake up one day and their life is different and they're thinking differently and then they get excited and then they want to do more. So it's kind of like this interesting thing where we never really have that conversation directly. It's just the nature of the process. And um, my group program is called metamorphosis and metamorphosis is creative change process. So Mm -hmm. it's just this like really incredible, seamless thing. Now, mind you, I have a background. I'm trained as an actress. So if you think about it that way, like my training set me up perfectly for this because as an actress, right, when you're learning a character, you're all like breaking it down. You know, you're like, oh, what is this person about? What do they eat for breakfast? Like Mm -hmm. what's your favorite color? Like, you know, you're doing all this stuff and you're literally 
um, inhabiting the character. You're becoming the character. You're doing scene. You're you're doing like um, psychological breakdown. There's a lot of stuff that goes into character development, and then you rehearse it. But once you learn the character, then you do the show, right? You do the show eight eight nights a week. You show up. You perform. You have the most amazing time doing it. And like to me it's kind of the same thing if you think about it. So I give you a yeah. framework that shows you how to sort of like break your stuff down, break your shit down and you analyze it and you're like, oh, 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 that's what I want to be doing. Oh, that's what makes me me. Oh, wow. And then you bring it to life and then you go and you just play the character, but it's you. And all of a sudden, your life is different and you're living your life and you're doing all the things. It's really, really interesting how that works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're helping people just make their one woman show a lot more interesting. Yeah, I guess, you yeah. know, I, I do think it's funny because it's like the, the, the actress in me, like there will always be this sort of theatrical edge, but, but what's interesting that I saw over time is that there are, there are major overlaps between um, and it makes sense because acting yeah. is in becoming a, a human character. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um, like you become that person. So you're getting the framework and you're learning how to like do embodiment and all this. Do you know what I mean? It's like very, mm -hmm. very interesting the way it all works. So I guess that's how I have the conversation. It's like, oh, well, let's break this down. Let's do a that's little fun. character exploration. Yeah. Would you like to be? Let's build that. And do you have people who are coming in and wanting to be someone who doesn't really fit their character? Or are people usually pretty onto themselves in terms of like, I know who I want to be? It's always people who, it's like people that remind me of, you probably have similar experience with it. There's a lot of people like this walking around in the world who are like, I'm a fabulous person. I want to be able to be the person that I know I am. Can you help yeah. me with that? So it's like, like, you know, when I think about me and I think about when I was younger, because I always go back to my childhood and like as a kid, I was confident, I was outgoing, I was gregarious. Um, I super had, like, I had a lot of confidence. Um, I really, really did. And I, that carried through. But then as I got older, people bullied me and all of a sudden it wasn't cool to be confident. And then, you know, then people attacked me and, you know, then I got even older and then people mm -hmm. said I had to go and then people were jealous. And then they said, nobody liked me. And, you know, it just right. got worse and worse. And so what I find happens is like, I know who I am. I know who I am and I know who I want to be, but every single time I put myself out in the world and I share my authentic self, I feel like I'm getting slapped back and clapped back and, you know, the, the haters and the, this and the, that. And so, you know, for me, what happened was then I started to buy into it and I believed what other people said about me more than I believed what was true about myself, which inevitably destroyed me, mm -hmm. you know, which led me yeah. to be, um, like so depressed that I was suicidal, like that I yeah. had just given up, you know, I just felt so low. I'm like, well, I must be a really bad person. I really, I mean, I remember being on like group coaching things and putting my hand up and being like, well, right now I just need to tell myself that I am not a bad person 
for being who I am. Like that's legitimately how I feel. And I'm not, you know, I'm not bullshitting anybody, but this is literally where I'm at because it's hard for me to feel like it's okay Mm -hmm. because I'm not, there's gotta be something wrong, right? Like I have to have done something wrong to be, to make people not like me that much. And it must've been me. And this, I see a lot. I see this a lot with people. Yeah. These confused perceptions of who they are because um, they think it's their fault. They think they're the one who caused it. They think that um, nobody likes them. You know, there's there's like a lot of bullying and abuse and rejection and manipulation and gaslighting. And, um, you know, I had a lot of that. And so I think that usually people come to me being like, can I, they see something in me where they see this lady woman um can help me this woman understands me mm-hmm. and i typically do because i go yeah you know what i really do understand what that feels like that cognitive dissonance that like doing battle with yourself and also taking out all of that on yourself like emotionally flogging yourself for shit yeah. that you didn't do right it's terrible yeah. So there's this process of we're born, we are who we are, we're these amazing little kids, girls, people. And then life happens, culture happens, family happens, school happens, society happens, and that all goes on top of us. And then when people are ready to clear it out and actually be who they are and go where they want to go, you're one of the people who helps them get there. I am. That is I. I. Tis me. That's fun. It sounds it's like you fun. make it fun. It is fun. You know, what's interesting is I deal with a lot of tough stuff too. Like I get a lot of um, uh, trauma. Like I really, (laughs) that's what's so interesting is that I'm, I'm actually incredibly, incredibly skilled with, with deep, deeply embedded trauma, like really, really bad stuff. Um, And I had a lot, I mean, that's the thing I had bad stuff. Like I didn't have just like little things. Like I had all the all the big, the big juicy traumas, um, as, as I shared with you before, like suicides and, um, alcoholism and sexual abuse. And, you know, I I had a lot of really intense stuff. And I think it's interesting because I understand, I understand on such a deep level, what it, what it's like to be in pain. Like, I know it, I know, I know, I know, I understand to be in the pits of despair, to want to give up, to feel that, um, really, really awful place within yourself where you have nothing, right? You just sort of have nothing left. And I know that space, but I'm also like wired for this like ridiculous amount of joy. And so it's like this really weird thing where I, um, I, I, I live in both spaces so well, and there's nothing I love more than having a juicy conversation about somebody's deep trauma and yet at the same time, the energy is not um, like, you know, it, it's not like heartbreaking and, and like that, like, so right. tell me about your childhood. You know, we have a lot of fun, like, and we do a lot of, um, especially if I'm in person with somebody, if they happen to be like, you know, nearby, um, we do a lot of like really fun physical stuff. So I do a lot of embodiment work. So if somebody has say, um, like a bunch of backlog of anger. Yeah. This like backlog of frustration because people were like bullying them and putting them down. I've I've taken people and literally put them on their feet and um, you know, like taken a taken a yoga block and been like, hit it. 
you know, like creating, creating an emotional release, but pairing it with um, neuroplasticity and things like that. So they're not just like, it's not just like punching a punching bag. There's specific words, there's specific um, actions, but it's super fun. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, this is amazing. I feel so great. I love it. And they're triumphant, which is awesome. Yeah. You don't hear that word very often. Triumphant. Triumphant. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your favorite, like three really simple questions that help people kind of uncover what's next for them? You're going to laugh because I think some of them are very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I always ask people, what are your strengths and values? Yeah. I always point. that. Yeah. You know, when I, I ask that because I, I look at it energetically and so I look at it like a tree. And so I say, okay, you know, in order for us to plant you or a building, right. If we are going to build a solid foundation for you, we have to build it based on who you are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I always ask people that, what are your strengths and values? That's one of the very first questions. Um, and then I always ask, um, you know, a, a, a question about what is it that you would love more than anything in the world? So like a big, juicy, like bold, like what's your dream? What's your vision? What do you want the most? Which is big and, and expansive. And what's your favorite answer to that question you've ever gotten or most surprising? You know, what's funny is people, people tend to minimize it. I know. No one's <laughs> ever been like, I want to like, like me when I was a kid, I be a Broadway star. Like that's what I would have said. Mm -hmm. And even still, um, well, actually one person was like, I want it. She was so excited about, she was, um, working on a book school. Her name was Shelly. And she was like, she got so into it. And she was like, well, I want to open my book school and I want to sell it out. And I want to, you know, and then I want to have amazing sex with my husband. And then I want you to like, she was like, (laughs) like, jamming out on all this stuff right now. I was like, yes, more. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, give me the big, give me the big, 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 Yeah, make it big, make it juicy. Like make it, make it as like big as possible. Um, and then uh, the other question I always ask is like, and you know, and why don't you have that? So it's interesting because it's like energetically speaking, the strengths and values is the core foundation. So that's the root. That's that's who you are, who you want to be um, living in your body. There's your home base, right? What do you want more than anything in the world? There's your big expansion. There's your like Vitruvian mm-hmm. man, like I'm here, like I'm bold and I'm going to get after it. And then the opposite of that is why don't you have it? And what's interesting is even asking two polarizing questions reveals so much because there's an, an energetic contraction that happens and they drop right into their self-doubt or they drop right into their anger. And it almost like, it, it's like so obvious that it's like, okay, got it. Great. I know exactly where to start. We got awesome. it. It's fun. Good ones. Thanks for sharing those. And I encourage everybody listening to answer them for themselves. Yeah. And when you do yeah. it, like use your arms, like get, um, that's an NLP thing. You know, you make it, as big and bold as possible, right? So like the bigger it is, the more juicy and vibrant it is, the more the stakes are raised, the, the, the more exciting it is, you know, and when you fall into the opposite, the more devastating it is that you're not going to have it. And it it just helps you feel like, oh shit. Yeah. What I might miss out on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What about I think a lot about remarkability, obviously, 
And I'm wondering what makes life for you right now feel remarkable. So last week, um, so an interesting thing happened to me. So la- at, at the beginning of this year, there was a meditation studio here and I'm in Connecticut and they were looking for teachers. And I was like, oh, I will pitch myself and I will, you know, share the method of Shakti bomb with them. And I went in and she was like, well, we're actually like, we want you to do the movement. We want you to do the movement classes because you're the movement lady. And I was like, no, I'm not the movement lady. And she's like, no, you, you can do, you can do that. Right. And I went, well, yeah, yeah, I can do that. So what I ended up doing was this was January of this year. I developed this um, empowered fitness class. So basically what I did was I took my method. So I took the Shakti bomb method and I added like a workout to it. I just kind of made this thing up and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really fun. And there's like a playlist. So the playlist goes with the classes um, and we use resistance bands and we use um, breath work and um and it was really exciting. So I started teaching it um, in January. And of course, I teach all these classes myself, which means I've been going through this transformation as well. So right. I've been doing it. I'm I I've been like a living, breathing um embodiment of what the class can do for you. And this past Saturday, I was teaching class. Um, and I had just seen Barbie, and so I had like woven some Barbie tunes into it, and we mm-hmm. were at the end of class. And I did this meditation guided visualization with them where I had them basically like see themselves in the mirror, a reflection of themselves that um, either it was like, you know, them, them at an age in the past that needed love or themselves now, like there was no, they they were able to see whoever they wanted, but to like grab the mirror and just like, "Mm, I love you. I love you. I love you. And just like, like snuggle up and just love the crap out of this reflection And so we ended the class and I started crying and I was like, (laughs) Mm, the work works. (laughs) Well, you know what? And, and I said, I'm sorry, you guys, like, I'm sorry, everyone. I just, I'm crying because I'm so like, I can't, like, I can't believe this is real. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like, I've been doing this for a year and I'm like, you know, crying. And I'm like, thank you for coming. And thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. And, And I was just so, um, I was for the first time in my life. And like, I really mean this, like, cause I was real mean to myself for a really long time. I was nasty. I was really, really bad. Um, I was like, I was in that space of just like respect and awe and wonder. And like, I'm incredible. This is incredible. What I've done is incredible. And teaching the class, yes, but also what I mean is the journey from somebody who had been so beaten down by other people and so hurt and so rejected that I just just took it all out on myself and was so, I mean, I was really, really, really mean. I was yeah. horrible. And to be in this new space now, and also I've never felt more present, real, um, able to like, you know, be with people, able to have difficult conversations with my boyfriend. Like I'm, I'm a real person. Like I'm a fully, I'm real. Like that's why I I had just watched Barbie because I'm like, I am real. Like I've done it. I've done it. I've become real. I'm human. I'm here in a body. I'm no longer like 
floating through space. I'm no longer like, I'm the light worker who wants to go home to her planet. Like, no, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. here and I'm not knocking that. It just yeah. made me sad. You know, mm-hmm. it made me not happy. So you came why- here to be here. I wanted to be in a human body. I came here to be a real person mm-hmm. and to love myself. And that's why I say after all these years, it just makes me laugh. And I really think that the lesson that I teach or that I'm here to teach more than anything else is how to seriously, truly love yourself, like love yourself. Not I love myself and I take like, you know, get massages. No. Do you love yourself regardless? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Right. Like that type of love. Courageous and I love. Found it. Yes. Courageous love. Maybe that's the name of my book. I uh, <laughs> with like a, like a, like a K on my chest or like a superhero. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know about that part, but um, I do. Yes. Courageous love, like just fierce love for yourself. And I felt it in my body and I, I really, I hadn't felt that. And so that to me is maybe like the finest moment. It was really extraordinary experience. Yeah. It, was, it was wild. It yeah. was really special. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's deeply important work that you've done with yourself, but also that you're courageously sharing it with other people. Like to me, it's one of my favorite things. Like, so thanks for showing up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging that I've shown up for it. It's, um, you know, and it's funny because I think that I used to, it's just like, it's one of those things where I look at my life I look at all the things I've done and I, I've all, I've always done amazing things. Like I had a 4.0 GPA. I was like the, the valedictorian of the school of humanities and sciences. And I was the star of every show and I was the soloist and I was, you know, nice to everybody. And then I was a spokesmodel and like, you know, and on top of that, like <laughs> I went through like how many sexual traumas and how many girls calling me names and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how many rejections in New York City and uh, just I got hit by car and, and and all of these different aspects. And I just kind of like shrug it off sometimes like, yeah, it's no big deal. And I'm like, no, you know what? It, it It's not no big deal. Okay. Stop doing that to yourself, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're a big deal. You're rad. You're cool. Get over Let it. Let it land. Okay? Just yeah. be. Yeah. Yes. I love it. All right. If people are wondering where can they get some more of you, where should they go? I'll put it in the show yeah. notes, but tell yeah. us. Yeah. So um, my website is katiekozlowski.com. So if you go over there, um, obviously there's a uh, mailing list. You can come over. I have some cool, um, you know, free workshops and things like that. You can dip your toe into the Shakti Bomb method. And then really the other space is Instagram. And my handle is my name. So at I am Katie Kozlowski. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you're, you go, Hey, I think she's really cool. Um, or I want to talk to her more. Uh, or I'm interested in Shakti Bomb or whatever your thought is, um, please come find me over there. You can follow me. You can also send me a DM and connect with me. I like real human connection. I'm all about it. So, um, you know, if you feel called to say hello, please do. I love it. Perfect. Okay. We'll have all that in the show notes. Go find Katie to get some love, (laughs) courageous love. And yeah. 
Is there any last thing that you want to share with people before you take <laughs> off? Are you feeling pretty good <laughs> besides the fact that you're actually coughing right now? We're going to take a quick break while she chokes. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I am water. Here. Okay. So oh. Hang on. We'll be right back to wrap this up. So thanks for being here. Everybody go to Instagram and find I am Katie Kozlowski and see what's there for you. Katie, thanks so much for this episode. Thank you. It's been awesome and so much fun. There.